Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Come through, queen. I wanna see ya come through, Queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan and Brendan. And this has come through, Queen. For me. I need you here. Can you please stay for me? Could you please f***ing stay for me? Because you make me feel safe. Will you please stay for me? If you don't stay for anyone else, will you stay for me? Hey, Brendan. Hi, Dan. What's up? Uh... Uh, okay, so you you guys may be checking your podcast feeds praying someone delivers something. Mm-hmm. And we're here. And lo and behold, here we are. Yeah. yeah. And not only are we here, but if you Patreon subscribers check in over there, <laughs> we are keeping you fed. We have a 2021 wrap up ranking all the cities that aired in 2021. Also looking back on all the new faces we met mm-hmm. plus the pre-show, which is slowly becoming the, and just like that companion podcast Plus, being the Ricardos, the books we're reading, so much more. So, that's that. That's that. And just like that, um, let's get into what we're talking about this week. Oh, my God. Okay, do you want to do New Jersey trailer or Beverly Hills casting first? Beverly Hills casting, because the New Jersey trailer is, like, more exciting. Both are exciting. Okay. I mean, Beverly Hills, there's some stuff that we knew, some stuff that we didn't know. So first and foremost, everyone's back. Mm-hmm. And it was this is just following in the news that Kathy Elton is officially returning as a friend again, which I did not. I think we talked about this last time. I did not like how that all went down, but whatever. It is what it is. It is what it is. However, new housewife Diana Jenkins is joining the cast as a housewife. Mm-hmm. Cherie Zampino is joining as a friend. Yeah. So, and we've seen Cherie in the past two seasons because she's like really good friends with 
uh, Garcelle. She was last season. She was in a scene early on with uh, both Garcelle and Sutton, and she famously is Will Smith's ex-wife. And I think there's a lot there, and I like that we have somebody to come in to be uh, one of Garcelle's friends and by proxy be like a Sutton friend potentially. Yeah. I just think, um, you know, we've, we've seen Cherie for a few seasons now, so it's good to finally have her in a more official capacity. Mm -hmm. And it's the same spelling as Cherie in Atlanta. So it's like, it's going to be an interesting time for us as a community. Mm, Yeah. Okay. We've been calling for it for months and months. The Jersey trailer. I just rewatched it and like, man, oh man, it has so much more than I originally like thought on my original viewing. What jumped out to you the most? So we only recently learned that Dolores is dating a new a new man. Mm-hmm. So in this second viewing of the trailer, I was keeping my eye out for like, is there a David sighting? Is there any man near Dolores? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking back to the baseball game that we right. see in the trailer that we're present for. Was there a man with her then other than Frankie? There's just a lot to think about in terms of the Dolores situation true the new man to me is like giving me ronnie from jersey shore vibes just in the Mm. look you know yeah and he seems to be like he seems to be a younger guy um yeah i'm i don't know i don't know i don't know okay so in preparation for our bonus episode where we're ranking all the cities i actually went back rewatched the jersey trailer the jersey mid-season trailer and the Jersey reunion trailer mm-hmm. in order to just like refresh a little bit. Right. And while our consensus was like, it was just a solid, the girls are giving us what they need to give us season. I think there's more here now because mm-hmm. we got Louie. We got Jen Aiden uh, struggling. We got a Jen Aiden, Jackie sisterhood. We I got know. Marge getting into it. Jen Aiden, just like watching her in every scene she's in, in this trailer, it's like, she's a different person. Well, it makes last season make more sense. Right. Because last season, her storyline was, she's drinking all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, well, was that because something was going on? Miranda. And just like that. Very Miranda. And just like that, um, I couldn't like figure out the parts where Jackie's upset. We don't really know what she's talking about there. I know, but it doesn't really, I mean, is it still like leftover from rumors about Evan? We don't know. And then like, I can't, I have no idea how Jackie and Dolores eventually get to where they get to. Well, because there's parts of the, the trailer where they're buddy-buddy. Yeah, and I feel like they've been pretty publicly buddy-buddy online over the past year, oh. at least. So, I mean, with them, there's always, like, a weird... They always have, like, a weird moment where a line is crossed and, like... And it's it's probably going to be Dolores' fault, unfortunately. Well, 
Well, early in their relationship was the whole cut from a different cloth moment. Yeah, yeah. But they had recovered from that. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I mean, everyone seems to be fighting this season. The girls are fighting. Even Gia's getting into it with uh, her Uncle Joe. When he says she looks at me like I'm the devil, then you see it flashes to her looking, I guess, at him. Like she, the devil? She is looking at him like he's the devil. And is he the devil? So, you know, what this is all about is him talking negatively about the dad, but that actually occurred last season. So I wonder mm-hmm. if her reaction is to what you watched after having watched. Yeah. I have a question. I know mm. these people are on a show, but when it comes to like relationships between uncles and nieces and mm. you're the uncle, you're the older person, you're still like exhibiting this behavior that is obviously upsetting you're younger. She's not a minor anymore, but she's very young. She's what? Early twenties. Like yeah. if you're exhibiting behavior that continues to upset these kind of relatives in your life, regardless of like being on a TV show, like wouldn't you like pause for a second and like stop. Wait, wait, who's pausing? Is Zio pausing or is Zio is okay. 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 It's like, I wouldn't continue necessarily to like, I wouldn't even say the thing about, she looks at me like I'm the devil on camera. And I know that we're not exhibiting. Mm. I know we're not like looking at these people to be like moral compasses, but I think it's an interesting conversation when it comes to it's, we're not just dealing with like friends who are fighting, who are the same age. We're now dealing with like this affecting relationships between like, relatives of different generations which i know jersey's been doing since the jump but it's like it makes you think and like especially with uh g it's like waking up in the morning thinking about so many things just think wish things would get better and we're like 10 years from that and things haven't necessarily gotten better across all fronts makes you think well what what's crazy is when she's looking at him like the devil she's wearing a waking up in the morning sweatshirt Beautiful. <laughs> Full circle. Full circle. All right. A few little things. Number one, February 1st, 8 p.m., a Tuesday. I'm loving an 8 p.m. time slot. Okay, yeah, because you need to get to bed by 9 because you're getting up there. Well, no, we got to – so we, we've – ahead of New Year's, we're, we're not waiting until January 1st. We're, we've gotten back into quiet reading time before bed because it was – it was chaos. We had we were talking, we were ticking, we were gaming, we were this and we were that. Wait, so who sets the rules here? Is it like you say we need to do quiet reading time, or is it like a family meeting? <laughs> it's all hands on deck. <laughs> no, I mean, like, like what if one night he want doesn't to... want to do quiet reading time and wants to maybe be on TikTok? Um, thankfully, we can go into our own little separate corners mm-hmm. and do what we want to do. But yeah, I mean, we both want to read books. So it's and like, that's the time to do it. Like right before bed, I think. I like to listen to books. It's like reading, except oh. you're listening. <laughs> yeah. Actually, similar. no, I only okay. specifically like to listen to memoirs. But if it's like a work, if it's a work of fiction, I like to actually read it. Yeah. Okay. Next thing is, this is our first post girls trip cast member season and that's history that's historic that's historic because it's just like they showed us a a part of them and now 
we all have that shared knowledge going into this. Good point. Okay. And last, Tracy Johnson, Tiki Barber's wife, Mm -hmm. is announced as an official friend of, making history as the first friend of in New Jersey that is not a relative or a prior full-time cast member. Right. Because people you think of friend of in Jersey weren't ever like officially cast like a Kim D or a Kim G weren't actually like named, like weren't actually given the Bravo friend of treatment. They were just like consistent players. Well, they did. Did either of them ever ever confessional? No, but they both had appeared at reunions, which is like, okay. More than Jen Davis and Dallas ever achieves. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. I just, I think the Tracy Johnson part is just really interesting because she's just like seemingly out of nowhere in terms of them trying to expand the cast. And if you watch the trailer, where is she? Nowhere to be found. We saw her with our own eyes at the baseball game. With Tiki. With Tiki. But like... We thought we thought when we were watching the baseball game, we were in the stands. Um, we thought she was going to be announced as a full time cast member this year, but she mm-hmm. was not. Yeah, I mean, she was there filming things with them, so like we will see her unless she gets a full Jen Davis edit. Yeah, Jen Davis yeah. of the East Coast. Wow. Okay, love it. Love to have our girls back. We have stuff to get to, stuff that feels like centuries old. I had to revisit it today. Mm-hmm. Uh, should we start with a supersized Salt Lake City? Sure. Let's get into it. Okay. Salt Lake City, supersized. I got to say, I'm, <laughs> it's just chaos all around. But let's start from the beginning. A girl's night at Meredith's. Mm-hmm. And, you know, after everything we've been through with the bus ride and Vale, to be talking about Dewey and Sister Wives again is just, like, so stupid. It's like, why why are we back here? But, I mean, like, it's all, it's all Jenny has at this point because, like, I just don't think she was able to get up to a good start before everything went down this season that didn't involve yeah. her. So... She was left with like no real storyline. So she has to have something. So it's sister wives and we're putting her in a wig. And thank God Meredith Marks, like any good gay man, has wigs in her closet. And thank God Lisa comes in halfway through and saves the day with a Jenny. A Jenny, a hair flip. Like Lisa Barlow really is a breath of fresh air when she walks into a room. I And she's such like a contradiction in so many ways, but her an entrance from Lisa Barlow is just like very important. And that was fighting for gay rights. Yeah, that was fighting for gay rights. People, people died. Um, we have a matriarch to matriarch, Jen Shaw, Lisa Barlow. And it's like, I don't know. I don't really have an opinion on this matriarch to matriarch because it's like not as iconic as like a matriarch to matriarch should be. I mean, so the problem is, and I get into us, I get into this during our ultimate 2021 ranking is that no one is speaking the same language. Mm-hmm. And then also we're just kind of treating like Jen Shah being indicted by the federal government as if like it's, 
do we wanting a sister wife? <laughs> like, right. Like it's like somebody just like pulled over for like speeding a little bit. Okay. I, and like, I think it's very fair for, for Lisa to take a breath, especially when Jen admits that like there are members of her family not talking to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, like the thing about Lisa though, is like, I never know where she actually stands and I never know where half these people are actually standing either. I mean, that's the, uh, that's the other thing with Lisa is I don't even, I can't wrap my head around this sisterhood where they were talking to each other for three hours a day for a year. Mm -hmm. I just like, I've never spoken to somebody on the phone that long either. Mm. Back in the day in, I want to say it was middle school, right? Okay. Me and some of the girlies would talk on the phone for like an hour. Who were these girlies? Were they boys your age? Yes. Okay. But just like I just like shooting the shit, like talking about what happened during the day, like at school, talking mm-hmm. about the drama. I like the, the, that was did you do that or no? I think maybe. Yeah, but like we were more into like I aming. Yeah, I mean, like that came. I, I'm a few. That was like around, but but back then, like we, you had to be dialing in. You know, you're right. No, like we were dialing in. We we're taking up the phone, like traffic or whatever. But yeah, I think we got a computer when I was probably in like sixth grade, and then that's that became my life. I was online. I was surfing the internet. I was like talking AIM to people, like even talking to like, just like random kids from school, just because you had their screen name. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's all another can of worms, but yeah, I mean, I like, should Jen and Lisa be IMing instead? Yeah, maybe. (laughs) That is the question. Or texting. (laughs) Okay. The, I gotta say, Heather Gay, I like, the Heather Gay show within a show more than I like Heather Gay on this show. Her teaching us about Mormonism and we're meeting different family members. Yeah. Now we meet, we're meeting the older brother this week. Did you not think the older brother was the ex-husband? Cause I did. Yeah. I, they were definitely like a hop, skip and a jump from each other. It was like <laughs> the older brother just has facial hair. And I was like, Oh, she's like letting her ex-husband stay. Cause he's left Mormonism. <laughs> I was like, Oh, <laughs> I, Heather Gay could have a Leah Remini-esque spinoff talking to people who have left Mormonism. That would be great. But also, like, there's part of me that likes Heather Gay in group scenes, even though I know that you think she doesn't engage enough. But, like, I do like her, like, weird little comments and, like, her observations in a group. So we check in with Jen Shaw and the fam, right? Mm-hmm. We're there's people that I'm not really familiar with. To me, the big takeaway is saying too much in terms of should you be saying in your confessional that you employ your entire family? No. Like, don't be an idiot. Like, come on. Who are her lawyers? We need to get them on the horn. Like, what are they thinking? I'm not even a lawyer and I know that. 
do we want everyone to be indicted? <laughs> yeah, just bring them, bring them all in. Just bring them all in. I, 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 I mean, it makes sense in terms of why she's doing the show in terms of, oh, it's a $1 million retainer turning into a $2 million retainer, which I'm sure her salary does not even begin to come close right. to covering that. So we know why she's staying on the show. Right. But she needs to take a page from the Erica Jane book and be a little bit more calculated in, in terms of what she's saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I, I wonder if she reached out to Erica Jane for help at all. I bet you she did send a DM. And then I could Erica see that happening. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay. Winnie and Lisa in the caves. I love being in the caves, though. It's kind of scary. Are there real fish underneath that water, do you think? Yeah, right? Are we in a natural space? <laughs> do you think it's like a jacuzzi? <laughs> I don't know, like like a Disney World situation where they're making this up. We're in an actual cave, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I got, I've got. i said this before and I'll say it again. There is nothing as powerful as a Lisa and Whitney one-on-one scene. I know. The moment that they decide to like team up, they can take on the world. And what's so strange is the amount they are fighting this season and yet still having so many one-on-one season scenes together. Because these girls know what's what and they know what they have to do to make a show. It's like mm. you don't like disassociate from your enemy. You keep on meeting up with them because that's what makes good TV. We learn about the uh, call with Cameron in more detail. Mm-hmm. How long was that call? That was like a three-hour call too, right? Yeah, exactly. That was a three-hour call. And we'll get to an even longer call in another oh city. <laughs> now thinking about uh, it, I do sometimes have long phone calls. Oh, I'm sure you do. You can yak yeah. it up. But uh, like, you're more of a yakker than I am. Oh, <laughs> am I a yakker? <laughs> you're a yakker. Okay. It, it's... It sounds like we're both afraid to talk about Mary in detail. Yeah, I'm afraid. But not even not you and I, but Whitney and Lisa. I know. I was just. I was. I was. It was. It was trying to be funny. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. You mission accomplished. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. Let's talk about the fa lunch. Okay. Which I love a lunch where you're meeting in one space and you have to like take a journey to the actual like lunch table. I love that it's the International Peace Garden. Not this is not merely national. It is international. Someone guessed and it wasn't me um that this was going to be like the theme of the reunion set. Oh, good good guess, good guess, good guess. Yeah. Cuz love... they're doing that a lot more now. I love the cousins and Jen Shaw pre-gaming <laughs> the fall lunch. <laughs> Scary. But like people love to do that. People like the girls love meeting up in a smaller group before the main event. That's true. And I actually, in certain settings, I am guilty of like the meetup before. So you can all walk in oh, together. Oh, you love it. You love it. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've definitely oh yeah when you used to have your New Year's party I oh. recall having a smaller get together before your New Year's party sure yeah yeah <laughs> other and if I don't have the small get together you know that in there knock 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 right at seven or I know. eight or whatever <laughs> so I rather I actually rather you have the get together that's right 
Okay, let's... Well, first of all, <laughs> the three girls from the pregame sauntering in together, like them walking arm in arm together when they're high heels, like semi-struggling, gave in me like... Heights, yeah. Gave me Cock Destroyer walking through London vibes. Okay, yes, I agree. I also love any situation where you can see people arriving from afar mm. so that you can start talking about them as they arrive, which is exactly what happens. And Meredith was like, is that Jen Shaw? And it was just, it, that kind of moment is just like beautiful. It, well, it, the, the vocal aspect of it was very similar to the, is there a certain level, level of fear? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So obviously they all agree to sit down together, mm-hmm. but Mary's not there. And then we get a merry montage of her walking through the for- forest alone, talking to herself. <laughs> perfect, 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 perfect. Uh, less perfect was Mary saying after being shown the Jenny in a wig photo, "I love, I like the slanted eyes." Like what the fuck? And. It was actually interesting, like how it played out in the episode in terms of Jenny not losing her mind right there, mm-hmm. but instead, like we get a reaction in the confessional. Yeah, but then kind of giving it to Mary the best out of everyone later when Mary was acting crazy, having to do with something else. Right when she had time to like process some things. Yeah, but it's this is the this is kind of my complaint of Salt Lake City in terms of. How was everyone sitting there and not like, hold on. (laughs) Right. You know? Yeah. It's like none of these women are thinking on their feet in the way that we need them to be in a lot of ways. And it's like, they're all like, I don't know where any of their brains are in any conversation. And I'm like, so confused by why certain people are like defending certain people and yada, yada, yada. Like even Heather gay, like making up with Mary pretty much without any kind of conversation. And it's like, okay, maybe she didn't hear all of what Mary said about her in that certain episode, but it's like, I don't know. Well, well, Heather was like, Oh, Jenny, why are you seeing, seating me next to Mary? You were in veil, weren't you? And Mm -hmm. she was like, yeah, I'm in veil. And I was like, Oh, okay. And then like <laughs> then everything's okay. I mean, I think I think Heather might be guilty of yes anding a little too close to the sun, you know? <laughs> she, she, she melted her, her wax wings like a yeah. caress. <laughs> yeah, so I I mean so much of it is about Jen. Well, everyone's kind of talking and then Whitney is whispering to Jen, like their buddy buddy, how everyone is being so fake, which like this is a moment I'm gl- I'm glomming onto in terms of, mm-hmm. yes, everyone is being so fake. This is so strange. Mm-hmm. But, th- but then even Whitney whispering that to Jen is like, oh, like she's your buddy. <laughs> I know. And it was interesting. I think the most interesting part for me was I think meredith in her own way was like the most sane of the group in a lot of ways because i felt like she had a point as far as y'all are talking shit behind jen's back but being like 
being so nice to her up front. And Meredith's point was like, I talk shit about Jen behind her back, but I'm not going to be fake to her face, you know? Except that she is the one that is defending Mary the hardest when Mary is the Looney Tune being like, didn't say a thing about you, Jen. And I believe you. <laughs> right. That's true. Yeah. So it's like, anytime I want to be like this person that actually being real. Yeah. They have another skeleton in their closet where they're a freak of the week. Yeah. I mean, Mary's like just saying it with a straight face. And then Jen's like, thank you, Mary. <laughs> and then how, how did we get here? How did we get here? Like you two wanted to kill each other last season. And then at some point they just go away, like into a forest by themselves where then Mary's like, I pray to God. Like I pray to God that you're guilty. And then she's like, Oh, I mean, innocent or whatever. It's just yeah. like a mess. But then in the confessional saying, oh, no, like, oh, she's not innocent in the confessional. Yeah, sick. It's a lot. Um, another good moment was Lisa begging Meredith to stay for her. Oh, my God. Like, it begging was very, her, begging her. It was very Sam Smith stay with me vibes. Oh, my God. You love <laughs> Sam Smith. No, you, you better stop. I'll, I mean... As much as I cannot stand Mary and I think she's such a bad person, it was chaotic and funny when she said in terms of Lisa, who was also being a freak, just like relax. Like you could Mm -hmm. be the normal right one here if you just would relax a little bit. Right. Uh, But Mary said, maybe she eats candy and doesn't eat food and maybe her periods are bad. (laughs) What the fuck is going on? (laughs) I have no idea. Do Jenny was the one who was calling Mary on her shit the most in terms of being like, Mary, you were talking about Jen the whole time Mm -hmm. in Vail. I know, but it's like Jenny hasn't really been on the show enough for like that to have the impact that we wanted to have, you know? Yeah. It's like we need her. We needed her more in the mix earlier, I think. But like, I don't know. It's just like such a wild, wild episode that will go down as like one of the most chaotic like dinners or lunches rather in like Housewives history. Just like everything going on is so hard to keep up with. Yeah. I I mean, my problem with it is just, I just, nothing makes sense to me. Should we kick it over to Orange County? Let's go. Okay, we're still kind of in the aftermaths of Nobu night. However, mm-hmm. Noella is taking us on a journey. She really is. But we first had our first one-on-one with Heather and Dr. Jen. Not that mm-hmm. anything really transpired, but to me, they make sense as allies. Agreed. I mean, Heather's husband is in a similar profession as Dr. Jen. Um I do think one little weird detail I noticed when they were talking is Heather arrived with a bottle of champagne, right? Mm, Dr. Jen had already prepared mimosas. Okay. I noticed in the next scene after that, they were back to just champagne. I don't think Heather DeBro drinks mimosas. So I bet she had them reset and just pour a regular champagne. (laughs) That's my theory. That's my theory. Reset. 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 Not even like a light mimosa, like a light orange mimosa. There are some people who just don't mm. like the orange juice. I think probably because okay. some of it like might add sugar or whatever. I don't know. 
Okay. 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 Th- then the Noella Nicole Weiss. This was a wild ass scene, right? Speaking of people from Mars, like Nicole Weiss belongs with the Salt Lake City women. No compassion in her heart or brain. <laughs> I need a hug. And she's like, wait, what? <laughs> and Noel's like, can you give me a hug? <laughs> and Nicole's like, we should leave. Like when she's trying to get her out of there, like totally wild. She's almost like, like, I think they're all that alien from Mars attacks dressed in a woman's body. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You pointed this out to me and we normally don't delve into this territory, but Nicole Weiss was giving us Leanne Locke in season one makeup. <laughs> yeah. The blush was heavy and it was very Leanne Locke in season one. Yeah. Making a statement, painting for the back of the room. I would say. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I, I gotta say, oh my god, there's tears on my tits was an iconic line. I know. And just like that image of her, I have screenshotted in my phone <laughs> that I like to revisit. I don't know. Noella, I think like some people think she's a little too chaotic. I think she's exactly chaotic enough for right now. Yeah. I There is a lot going on in social media present day with... Mm-hmm. Sweet Baby James. Sweet- Sweet Baby James releasing videos, Noella responding to the videos, lawsuits afoot, settlements. My big piece of advice for the two of them is (laughs) hold this content until after Christmas because I missed a lot of it and a lot of it happened over the Christmas holiday. And I'm sorry, some of us are like trying to spend time with our families or do whatever, whatever we're doing during the holidays. So you need to hold that content until the week the next episode airs please because i'm not being i'm not keeping up i'm sorry i i literally thought you were gonna say i mean i i i'm i'm with you but i thought you were gonna say like you should not be doing this on social media oh no 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 you should be doing this on social media that fuels the fire this is what like housewives are supposed to do okay hold i needed to i needed to today go on a journey to try to understand sweet baby James and Noella. And from what I have gathered is that they married in 2020. But they had a fake marriage two years before that, I think. Oh, I don't know about the fake marriage, but they had been dating up to the marriage for five years. Yeah. They had a ceremony before he was divorced from his ex-wife. And that I think was in 2018 but they got the actual like license in 2020. Okay. 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 Much like, that, much like you or you did. No, 20, we got, when, when, when did you get married? <laughs> this year, 2021. And we did not have it a fake and a real, it was all in one go. True. Maybe I would have remembered better if I was invited. Um, anyways. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, but you know, what's I, I not to like put a damper, but like, you know, what's so funny is like, we, scaled it down to the bare minimum and when we had it would have been the time to like have the the big the big wedding exactly in in terms of in terms of like when where numbers were at and like how things were looking it's just like so crazy how things work out i know 
But like, I'm 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 like happy that we didn't have the big one. Even though I would would have wow. loved for you to would would have loved for you and everyone Ooh. to be there. Wow. Okay. No, no. You just said I'm happy you weren't at my wedding. No, you were there <laughs> with us in spirit and in our heart and our in uh-huh. our mind. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's get to the real for real stock room. Oh, I love being in the stock room. So it took me a minute to even remember what we're stocking. Cause it's I, like a, it's still the tincture. A tincture. Is there like anything else that we're stocking? <laughs> so I think it, much like a Karen Huger, Wendy Osefo, we are building this into a health, a health brand. Like they are building it into like, a lifestyle brand. Everyone's doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So we got Stella Haim in the stock room. Stella is in the stock room. We are spending a lot of time in stock rooms on housewives these days. You know what I mean? Good. Like we're in the warehouse a lot. We need a Scala here to help us. <laughs> I know. So I think that Stella Bador is actually the second protagonist of real houses. of OC. we spent a lot of time with her this episode. Two separate scenes, two locations. Yeah. It's interesting that we're spending all this time with Stella, where I always thought that we were in the age of Adeline, you know? <laughs> no, we're not. We're <laughs> not in the age of Adeline. But then, like, what, what's Adeline off doing? Adeline's one of the twins, right? Yeah, but what is she off doing right now? She is time traveling and never growing <laughs> old. And one day... Okay. She will meet Harrison Ford and then lightning will strike. And I forget the plot of that movie, but I, one of my favorite movies also speaking of new year's, a new year's Eve movie. Okay. Maybe I'll watch that for the first time ever. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Um, I gotta say Shannon Bedore talking about the divorce and the divorce settlement as like, as though trying to garner sympathy Mm-hmm. And like, do you hear yourself? <laughs> Here's the thing. I used to be the biggest Shannon Bedore fan. Mm. I, for me personally, I don't think she's garnering sympathy, but I do think that there is a swath of people in this world who Shannon Bedore is getting a sympathetic edit between this and then also shannon versus heather i think there are a lot of people who are going to side with shannon yeah because heather's going so strong it's just like it's in terms of like the money and the numbers it's it's like obviously i think people deserve what they deserve out of like a divorce settlement and like you get what you get and it is what it is but like i would i would not even want to talk about it if i was her you know as it is we know that as the most tenured housewife it's like you and Heather who's probably making the big bucks here this season. Mm-hmm. Plus your divorce settlement. Like, do you want me to cry for you, Argentina? <laughs> she wants you to cry. Yeah. I don't know. Am I sounding like mean? No, but I think like you, it's like one of those things where sometimes when you analyze stuff, you take stuff like really far out of like the context mm. of the show. So okay, it's okay, like okay. for, Shannon, she came from like when we first saw her on the show, she was living in that mansion with like crystals in the floor and yada yada mm-hmm. yada had this lifestyle lifestyle. Now she's living in like a smaller 
community with a smaller house and like has to work a little harder than she did. So, I mean, like, let's not cry for her because like whatever. But yeah, in the context of the show, I do think some people will be sympathetic for her. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I forget that. Like people watch the show like on the surface level. I have to yeah, take that into exactly. consideration. Yeah, so. and also like there is this like faction of people in this country who just like love to like suck up to rich people no matter what. So won't mm. feel or like will feel bad for them even though like they've got like a lot of money. Yeah. Okay. Uh love our little Gina Emily double date, two sisters. Um, except for Shane calling Emily out. Oh, for like not eating, but eating the Footlong Subway. He he was like, I got you a footlong subway. Yeah. I mean, that's just like them. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you ever go to Subway? No. Subway's Ugh. below you. Please. I want to boycott any <laughs> like mall that has a fucking subway in there, subway. ruining the experience. The smell? It fucking smells like a wet dog permeating like <laughs> through like doors down from the subway like if i was the the store next to the subway i'd be like what the fuck you placed me next to these monsters wow i think it smells repulsive i'm sorry if you like subway like god bless but like doesn't it smell so bad i went to a subway recently actually because i was (laughs) i was Christmas shopping. I realized it was like a Sunday. I hadn't eaten anything and it was like getting pretty late. And I was like, I need like to put something in me and I'm not going to go to much like Emily. She hadn't, she hadn't eaten anything all day. (laughs) (laughs) So I went into a subway and I guess when I walked in, I was wearing a mask. So I didn't really notice the smell that much, but I liked my my sandwich. But you know what I'm talking about? I'll eat everywhere and anywhere, but just like subway. Oh my god, the smell. <laughs> this should be illegal. This <laughs> should be okay. subway should be illegal. Yeah. Okay. We during the double date, we get a flashback to the Nicole Weiss apology tour. She's apologized to everybody in order to earn her spot back on the show. Good. And like we're getting at least a few more episodes with her. Or a couple more episodes. She's in the previews for the next episode. So it's working, but at some point it's not going to work. Yeah. Uh, Noella and the mother. Two two odd ducks. (laughs) And the dogs. And the dogs. Mother and the dogs. Yeah. Um, This is not the James that we know. (laughs) He's still inside there somewhere. It sounds like a Disney film, like the witch cast the spell and like the real James is still inside. They're so sweet. I know. People think that he like has a full other life in Puerto Rico, right? Like, don't people think that he like might have like another partner down there or something? It's, uh, I could be wrong, but it sounds like they purchased the Puerto Rico house together because I remember Noella saying like, oh, like we got, we just got this house. Like who cares? Let's just mm-hmm. sell it. So like, that's my counter argument to that. Right. Possibly. No, but like he didn't, he didn't want to sell it probably because he wants someone else to live in it. Maybe allegedly. Well, no, I think what I think Gina, not Gina, Emily might be onto something in terms of like, if he is establishing his residence as Puerto Rico, 
mm-hmm. could it benefit him legally. in the divorce. Yeah, and the divorce. Yeah. He looks like, have you looked at a photo of him ever? It's like, it's like a, it's a combination of like, he looks like a baby, but also a very old man. I wouldn't say he looks like a very old man. You know what he looks like? He looks like a gay lawyer. You know how gay, <laughs> gay lawyers lawyer. all kind of have this look? <laughs> but like, that's his, that's his professional shot. Like you got to look at like other videos and still images of him. He looks exactly the same in this photo. Gay lawyer. Okay. I'm not Anyhow. alleging that he's gay. I'm just saying like, he looks, he has the look. <laughs> he's got the look. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. It's like every every like person on Twitter, everyone on gay Twitter. There's so many people on gay Twitter now. Remember when it was just like us? <laughs> yeah, we were the the, the bedrock of gay Twitter. There was like, but like there, back in like 20 like 12, there was like no one. Now it's like there's so many people, and like all the people we know from back then follow all these new people, and it's like how? Why? Wait, I hate like not to sound like an an elder, but all the like young ones, all the young ones on gay Twitter. I'm like, you weren't there during the wars of 2012. <laughs> <laughs> the wars of 2012. Oh my God. We are elders. Sometimes yeah. I just like, don't like, I don't even care. I'm like, okay. Wait, 20, couple, 2012, a... 2012 is literally 10 years ago. <laughs> I know. Oh my God. There's a wow. couple, like there's a couple like young people who I like to follow on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> That's sick. I sound like like Leah Black or someone. <laughs> okay. Nicole Weiss and Heather Dubrow sauntering into Shane's congratulations party arm in arm. Heather Dubrow really thinks she's doing something. <laughs> the high pony with like the ribbon. Yeah, we got a half up, half down. <laughs> the thing is like, she thinks she's doing something and she is doing something, but I don't think she knows that she's doing what she's doing. If that makes well, yeah, sense. I mean, she, like she, she thinks she's doing damage control. And like, she is pushing the narrative forward in a way, but I think she thought that she was coming back to the show and everyone was, and she, there were going to be parades in the streets and everyone was going to like be lifting up hero Heather DeBro. And don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. I mean, like I, I maybe thought that too, but I'm also, I have, eyes and a brain and ears <laughs> and can say what I see. I think like she's going villain route, And I think that could possibly change because I know it's not all doom and gloom with her and Shannon by the end of the season. I know they like kind of make up at some point, but oh, okay. we'll see what we'll watch what happens live live. Yeah. There's a lot of chaos at this party. I'm having fun. I mean, it really all culminates to Heather asking Emily to stage direct the confrontation. She's like, Emily, where is a good spot for us to have a sit down? And thank God, like, uh, Emily has multiple sets set up so we can go to the side set. I don't know what about this particular scene, but like, I was very much out of the scene thinking about the camera shots because we had a shot on each woman and then a shot head on. And the shot head on reminded me of, do you know, in that one Batman movie that two faces in and Drew Barrymore plays one of his girlfriends and Debbie Mazar plays his other girlfriends. Exactly. And Shannon dressed all in white with her blonde hair, Drew Barrymore. (laughs) And then Heather Dubrow dressed all in black with her darker hair, Debbie Mazar. Wow. 
Okay. <laughs> if I you mean, get the however, reference, you get the reference. And I feel like that was one of the films directed by a gay man. Pro- Wasn't that Christopher Columbus? No. Who sailed the, the ocean sea? That's, did Christopher Columbus do a Batman? <laughs> he did all the Harry <laughs> Potters. He sailed the ocean blue <laughs> and then directed... <laughs> A few Batmans and then a Harry Potter. I mean, Potter. he might have. He might have. Um, wait, I'm gonna look this up. Batman Two Face movie. Uh, I think that's called Batman Returns. For, no, it's like Batman Forever. 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 Okay, okay, who, who directed gonna... it? Okay, ooh, director. <laughs> yeah it's joel schumacher oh, who's like schumacher, i think yeah. famously like famously gay and he made all those films like uh homoerotic okay 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 me Thank on his you, wikipedia joel. searching gay yeah. <laughs> oh yeah 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 and it's in the batman section it was alleged that schumacher a gay man had added homoerotic elements to the film with the most prominent being rubber nipples cod pieces and a close-up camera shot of batman and robin's buttocks Thank you, Joel. <laughs> I did like wow. those movies as a child. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> they should okay. do on the Drew Barrymore show a reunion of the. Oh, yeah. She loves a reunion. reunion. Yeah, she really yeah. does. Okay. Heather DeBrose rehearsed Reed. It's giving, it's giving Phaedra Spurbank Reed at the reunion. <laughs> Domino's pizza. Yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. some of us just like to read. <laughs> yeah i mean heather was an ever, actress if you ever come after my family again you will not just lose my friendship you will lose something more <laughs> i know i think the problem is right now with heather and i feel like it mm. will be fixed later there was a good part of heather's first run where she does have a good sense of humor Mm. And like a fun sense of humor. And she's like able to like joke around, yada, yada, yada. I think the drama came for her too early and she got shook. Mm. So she put all her like guards up and now yeah. she's being Corella DeVille. But let, let, let's get back to fun Heather. She needs Gina to soften her up a little bit. And I think that's happening at the races next week. But okay. now we don't like to go to the races because they kick the horses, which we discussed <laughs> in a previous episode. Oh, those poor horses. People should still, people should be talking about that. Uh, no, but people responded and saying that the horses liked like it. Yeah, said. someone said, a couple people told me the horses liked it, but I'm not convinced. No offense to those <laughs> listeners. I'm going to be my pants. <laughs> I'm not even joking. And no offense to those listeners. <laughs> Should wow. I not should I not come for the listeners? No, I like them. I appreciate the comments. Yeah. No, listen, we just gotta get like we know who we need on the horn is Mr. Ed. He can speak for the horses. Stop. What other famous horses are there? I guess he's the only well, one. He's the only one that can speak. Yeah. There's, I'm there, sure there's I mean, like there's... a zebra out there who can talk. Okay. Let's let's head down to Miami. Okay. Which is a very good place to be, if I say so myself. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a whole new world down there. Okay, a few things before even we talk about episodes. Number one, Real Houses of Miami feels like we are in the same cinematic universe of, and just like that, in terms of 
this is a different timeline, like where COVID is defeated. COVID is defeated, though I did see one mask on a a child. I saw one mask on a child, and I saw and I saw one mask on um, the man serving Alexia in the restaurant. Yes. Oh, that scene that never actually happened, where she just yeah. sat there and waited. Yeah. So that's like one thing, same cinematic universe. Number two, run and do not walk to Spotify for Adriana DeMora's second single, Faya. Okay, I haven't listened yet. Yeah. And I listened once and then it has infiltrated the Daily Mix at this point. Oh, good. Good, good, yeah. good. Which is always exciting. But, okay, so we're like episodes three and four, a lot going on. I, the things I want to touch on from like episode three is episode three, something happened that I don't think a lot of people even who were actually watched it even noticed because it happened mm-hmm. so quickly. And there was like even subtitles to it in terms of they're at pride. I believe it's a Winwood pride. Alexia is the honorary. has some sort of honorary or something. Yeah. Yeah. And she is watching a, a, a performer who's a trans woman and says to her fiance, that's a man, that's a man. Mm-hmm. Which Winwood Pride then spoke out against in terms of being disappointed that Alexia did this and that Bravo aired it. And mm-hmm. I don't like, to me, it's almost like worse for Bravo to air it because there was, it's not like another cast member then responds to it or there's no conversation about it. So then what, I don't understand what the point is really. I mean, I think it's like a touchy subject. It's also like Bravo caught it. And I think their point was like to kind of show, like show that Alexia actually probably isn't the best LGBTQ ally because she's straight up misgendering a person on stage. So I think that was their point. Um, But yeah, I mean, like, I wish it would have been a larger conversation point on the show um, moving forward, but I don't think we're going to get like any resolution out of it, which is unfortunate. It might come up at the reunion potentially. I don't know if we're even getting a reunion, but hopefully. So we'll see. Yeah. I I know. Also, this is a show. It's an interesting other thing because this is a show where one of the friend of the housewives back in the day was a trans woman. Lauren. Wait a minute. Who? Um, what is her full name? Lauren Foster. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I forgot about her. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. I mean, I guess she wasn't an official friend of, but she was definitely like a guest and appeared on the show and had like some like iconic moments where she got into a fight with that uh drag performer who's now like a big MAGA guy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that was like upsetting, especially because Alexia has been such a focal point and kind of like someone we're rooting for in this, in this run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's also like that. That's, I think that's a bigger conversation. It's like you call yourself an LGBT Q ally, but like, are you actually looking out for each one of the letters in that? Yeah. In that yeah. name. And meanwhile, Larsa could not even get through the letters. So we're kind of. It's a mess. It truly all is. All over the place. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, I mean, the lead up in the last episode and then this most recent episode of Alexia having the sit down with Herman's lover. Mm-hmm. I thought they were really like doing a good job trying to give us hope that we were actually going to meet him. Oh, yeah. We didn't get to meet him. I know. But I am glad that they had the conversation at least. Mm hmm. Four hours on the phone. So much time on the phone for these people. Yeah. And I'm, I love the sisterhood circle of Marisol, um, the gay and Alexia. Marisol to me, like so like fun to just like be around in this new series in a way that she like, wasn't when she, I guess like had to have storylines back in the day. Yeah. She's giving us a new energy for sure. Yeah. Um, I gotta say Larsa, (laughs) while we are seeing a lot of her is not giving me what we need to be getting in terms of her trying to sell that dated house, Mm -hmm. taking her daughter on a $7,500 shopping spree, going to Boca Raton to look for another house. Of the like three like storylines that she's giving us, I liked seeing her kids and like being walked through, um, each of the children, but yeah, I mean, like, that's a lot of money for back-to-school looks, right? Oh, my God. I If I was the kid, I'd be, like, embarrassed by it. But the kid seems like they just want to be a model, and, like, they're being paid for every time a photo is taken of them. Mm, okay. But while on the topic of Larsa, because we're probably not going to be touching on her much more, in a group scene, she literally is just sitting there. She disappears. And I was going to be giving that note to Lisa as well, but Lisa eventually wakes up and we'll talk about that when we talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, the the scene with Gertie, Julia, and Adriana planning the party mm-hmm. was great work all around. And I was down on Julia for the first two episodes, but I feel like she's woken up and is giving us stuff. She now to me is the most interesting person on the cast in a lot of ways Mm. where I'm like, what the hell is going, like what is going on here? And like her relationship with Adriana is so interesting. And then like Martina being involved and like Martina, like siding with Gertie against Adriana. It's like, there's Mm. a lot happening. Yeah. So Gertie and Julia talking about, children that they lost which i think mm-hmm. i like we didn't really flesh it out completely but it sounded like gertie might have had a miscarriage whereas julia's story was like i thought julie was gonna say she had a miscarriage but her story was knocked me lot. on the floor yeah she lost her son four month four months old due to a nanny causing shaken baby syndrome Mm-hmm. Which is like a horror. A horror. It's awful. And we, like you said, we didn't get Gertie's side, but obviously like, I don't know. I'd be interested to hear what you think about this because Adriana had such a problem with Gertie being affected by Julia's story. Mm. And I think like that, that story, 
Julia's story can trigger something in someone to make them as emotional as Gertie was. So I didn't have a problem with that. I think I maybe, if I were Gertie, like would have been a little more like try to both play to Julia and be like, I'm so sorry that like this happened to you. It's just like impact, like your story has brought something up in me instead of just like running off and crying, I guess. But I, you also can't like police how people like react to certain things. I mean, so I, Adriana was like, Oh, why are you making this about you in terms of talking about the loss of your girl? But to me, I thought what they were relating initially was like, you know, Julia has two girls mm-hmm. and then lost a boy and Gertie has two boys and lost the girl. So it was just like the coincidence of all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it sounds like the circumstances of the loss were different, but like even still like for Adriana to jump in and like have something to say was clearly wrong. But then at the same time, like I love the chaos that Adriana is bringing. Right. Yeah. I mean, I wish I just kind of wish it was like a nicer, more powerful moment between Julia and or Julia and Gertie rather. Yeah. And yeah. Adrian is just so protective over Julia in a way that's like so intense and comes to a head again at the party later. But it's it's just wild. The watching their dynamics is so wild to me. Yeah. I almost wonder if a lot of what was in the confessionals for that scene was a result of what happens later at the party. Yeah. Most likely probably. Yeah. So what was strange was the timeline with when Alexia is breaking down what happened with Herman, like the Mm -hmm. timeline of him starting his relationship with this guy in 2014. And then their separation was in September of 2015. Mm hmm. I thought that was wild. And like, she's not mad about it at all, really to the point where she jokes. But I also think she's the type of person who might have been a little serious about inviting the guy to her wedding. Mm, Yeah. Like, I definitely think she feels like the type of person who wants a big wedding. And like, everyone's in every little last person I've met in the past, like several years, like can come, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she talks about like the fact that Herman got this guy's parents into the States from Cuba. Like Mm -hmm. she still respects Herman, like even in how he handled this relationship that she didn't know about. Yeah. And I like, like, like I like this side of reacting to something like this, like this with a little bit of grace. Yeah, for sure. There, there's not too much going on with Nicole. I mean, I think we're still kind of like, laying the tracks we're meet we're meeting the mom <laughs> sorry so just a little plug for the patreon bonus <laughs> episode this week we talked about nicole and dan every time he's talked about her has used a different phrase this time it's laying the tracks <laughs> in the pre-show i think it's like we're the money's in the bank but we haven't withdrawn it yet yeah or it's like <laughs> we're at the gas station with a full tank and we haven't left yet so we've got all these things with nicole oh. It's we got a lot of things going on with Dr. Nicole, but okay. But like, if we're let's, let's compare a Dr. Nicole to a Dr. Jen to doctors to yeah. doctors, you know, apples to apples, like Dr. Yeah. Nicole is so much more interesting to me. 
Yeah, I mean, like, Dr. Nicole could appear on any reality show Dr. Jen couldn't. <laughs> Dr. No. Nicole, like, for some reason, she is, she is ever, she's never Green Queen. Like, she could be on Vanderpump Rules. She could be on, um, she could be on, uh, Summer House. Like, she could be all around. She could be the Bachelorette, for all I care. <laughs> wow. Well, hopefully, like, she and that man are still going strong. Like, he, there's something, like, mildly attractive about him, I would say. Oh, I would say he's attractive, and I would say um, Gertie's man's attractive. Oh, yeah. You've mentioned that before. Yeah. 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 There's just – what I love about Miami is how many players there are. I know. We're getting, like, fully fleshed out lives, which, I mean, I think we're kind of learning as we go on why Adriana and Marisol are, like, friends of because they're mm. great at their roles. But, like, I mean, Marisol has a – has a marriage now and all of that. And I mean, like we need to actually, we need to talk about Adriana last episode where Mm. at the Martina art gallery opening, she invited two dates. See, that's why I think, I think Adriana could have been holding Lisa's mojito. Maybe. Yeah. But I mean, like, I don't think Lisa's giving us that much, but I think and I think energy wise, Adriana is doing friend of energy with like mm-hmm. stunts. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely Marlo Hampton energy. Yeah, for sure. But like those two dates and one of them was like so hot. And then one of them was like just some guy. <laughs> just some guy. Yeah. I mean, this like Miami to me is appointment television. It's like, but it's also similar to, and just like that. I wish we like had a time to all watch it as a family. Right, exactly. It's like this morning, I woke up, and I already had texts from friend of the show, Pishlarm, and mm-hmm. about and just like that. And it's like I'm just waking up. I'm on my vacation. It's nine a.m. <laughs> no, we we had watched and just like that by like we were done by like eight forty-five. Oh, bitch! I don't wake up that early on my vacation. Wow. So the birthday party. The Tulum inspired birthday party that Adriana walks into and is already has her nose up in the air because she has this thing with Julia where she's protective of her. And she now has this like new enemy and uh, Gertie. And it's like she's not going to like anything Gertie does. But I thought it was like beautifully gertified. I was happy with the party. I liked the decorations. I liked like when we were rolling out the menu with the catering person. I liked that. I I agree. But we're we're also like on a fucking farm. Like, what do you want? <laughs> I know. I will say once we were seated around the table, it did feel kind of like we're out by the pool, like in like like kind of crammed together vibes, not really but- at like a nice dinner party that felt like a result of just the location and not anything Gertie did yeah no I I agree and then just like Adriana going for Gertie's jugular at all times yeah I mean I was happy that Lisa woke up a little bit and went to go console Gertie with Mm -hmm. Nicole agreed I mean, like, just the interesting dynamics between learning about the foot massage moment Mm. and Martina obviously not being happy that her wife is giving Adriana foot massages. And then, like, at some point, Julia walks up to uh, 
Adriana and like gives her like so many kisses, kisses. on the face <laughs> and talking about how like how in Russia they like take a shot of vodka then they'll like hug it and kiss it out and, like yeah. all of the, the dynamics and it's like obviously this is not gonna go well but Julia proves to be a way more interesting character than I was expecting from the trailer I was not expecting so much Martina either was I yeah I thought she would be above this yeah, and also every time we talk about Martina, I want to preface that you need to go look up the way Martina has talked about trans inclusion in sports, and mm. it's not great. And so saying yeah. that while talking about her, we need to point out like everything that she's been up to in the media and make sure y'all know. Sure. Wow, Miami. <laughs> what what a town. Uh, let's wrap this all up we have of course our freak of the week and the one true queen our freak of the week this week is surprisingly not even it's, it's divorce is the freak of the week is it a divorce are we separated are we divorced what are we doing a relationship is ending and that is freakish and sad i guess yeah so it looks like it's at least a a split will which will likely lead to a divorce between Megan King mm-hmm. and Cuffy Biden Owens. Yes. Which we just celebrated and their wedding two months ago. I know. And like, they probably were the one true queen or whatever that week. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, it's, it's interesting. And I heard from like reading online that the reason it happened was he did not realize that their entire life would be like documented by her on social media so that freaked him out. Okay. Does has he never heard of the Real Housewives before? Well, I don't know. I don't know what Cuff has been up to in his life. Yeah, Cuff, pay attention, please. Do you think um, that this was part of like a briefing document for President Biden? Cuff? Is my question. Oh, for Biden. Oh, yeah. was it on today's dispatch? Like, like, doesn't the chief of staff walk in every morning? Is like, here's what we have to talk about. And like, one last thing, your nephew Cuff broke up with that woman whose wedding you went to. She was on the Real Housewives. And then Biden's like, oh, I, huh. I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be near Real Housewives because like it was Megan King Edmonds, it was Mikhail Salahi back in the day who got the selfie yeah. with him. He doesn't have a good run with Housewives. I feel like. He had to have been told. But right? who's telling him? Yeah. Is it, uh, who's even on the staff? I don't know it's anyone. Jen Psaki. <laughs> Jen Psaki. Oh yeah. Gingers rise up. Wow. Okay. Let us celebrate our one true queen. This is the holiday photo taken with Candy Burris and mm-hmm. Mama Joyce. This is a trolley one true queen, but no, it's not. This is, a cele- <laughs> this is a celebration of a life, a celebration of a yesified life. Look at lay eyes life, on, yes. let lay eyes on Mama Joyce looking stun gun set to I would say set to hundred, but like the dial broke and we just kept spinning the dial to, to really stun you. No, she said, "I don't know about you. I'm feeling 22," and that's how <laughs> oh she looks God. in that photo. <laughs> I love it. I'm like I every time it, every time it, c- it comes back up into my my view, I have to stop and look. I know. Also, just like 
Mama Joyce, obviously, I feel like Candy has not been entirely happy with everything that Mama Joyce has done on television. Mm. But, like, think about the things that Mama Joyce has brought to us, the public. Like, do you remember her walking down that hallway mm. in her little disguise that nobody talks about anymore? Going to Was it a lawyer's office she was going to? Was it to Phaedra? Was yeah, she, she was going, going to Phaedra? Phaedra. Yeah, she was going yeah. to Phaedra. Yes, 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 yes. Just, like, Mama Joyce has brought us so much. And she hasn't been quite in the spotlight in Atlanta in a while. But I feel like we need to give her some sort of props for being yeah. good television and being good Instagram content. She's busy workshopping OLG. True. Yeah. No, I picture it like like TikTok tick, tick, boom, like her workshopping <laughs> the reality. Oh series. my god. I need to watch that too. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I have so many Oscar movies. Oh wow. Well, that's what that's what like the doldrums of winter is for. Uh, I know. I think I'm I think I'm gonna watch like and just look up or whatever tonight. Okay. Well, and just like that, this episode of Come Through Queen has come to an end. Thank you for joining us. ComeThroughQueen.com for everything. I mean, we we plugged it a lot, but like I really do think this week's Patreon bonus and pre-show are both something special. So, oh my god, we our pre-show is like longer than some people's <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so take a little time to enjoy that, um, and like, comment, subscribe, heart share, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.